Hello, hello, warriors, witches, and weirdos. Welcome back to My Heathen Hearth. I'm your host, Ryder, and this is Shield Maiden Podcast. Welcome back, friends. Congratulations, we made it out of January. All 67 goddamn days of it. I swear, January is the longest month. There are 67 days in it. And I'm sick and congested again, so bear with me. But we are full swing into the month of love, the month of February. Happy birthday to my Aquarian friends. Y'all, nothing against Aquariuses or Aquarii. Aquarii, I guess? Uh, I was raised by an Aquarius, but y'all are freaking aliens, man. It might just be my, my Taurus son, but man, me and Aquariuses and Cancers, we just do not get along. I don't know what it is. Y'all are from a different fucking planet or something. But nevertheless, it is Aquarius season as well as the season of love. And so I will be bringing you back-to-back season of love episodes. Starting off hot and spicy. Here we go. Talking sex magic. Ooh, girl. But first, let's get into this two-card tarot poll. I'm going to open up my little monster here. Um, Let's get into this tarot poll. I am reading from the pink Rider White tarot deck in honor of the month of love. Our first card is the fool. I'm such a fool for you. Uh, A new adventure is on the way, um, and we're up for it. This card is giving very invigorating feelings, like like stepping off a cliff into the unknown and just not giving a fuck, just diving in, full surrender, blind faith. Um, It's bravery. It's innocence. It's very empowering, the fool. Um, Let's see. For card number two, we have... Ooh, I see you, the Ace of Pentacles. Of course we have the Ace of Pentacles because when speaking on sex magic, we're talking passion. We're talking creative spark, enthusiasm, spontaneity, uh, and taking on a physically, a new physical challenge maybe, like uh, accepting a new challenge, starting something physically. um, And together with the Fool, basically whatever it is that you're thinking about doing, whatever you're thinking about starting, go ahead and do it. I'm giving you permission to go ahead Right now, jump in with both feet because the odds are in your favor and you're going to do great and I believe in you. Okay, so uh, I do just want to preface this episode by saying two quick things. Uh, One is that there is but one singular underlying thread for all sex magic across all practices and that is, of course, consent. Consent is key and non-negotiable. Sex magic does not need to involve partners. Um, It can be done solo and we'll get into that. Uh, But just remember to never, ever, ever, under any circumstance, engage in sex magic with a partner or partners without full informed consent. That's a big no-no. Always make sure that everyone knows exactly what they're getting into. And number two is that literally all magic is UPG or unverified personal gnosis. Um, This is my take. This is my, my personal practice viewed through my specific unique lens Uh, no different than any other practitioner with their specific unique lens. And every single practice is different and special and valid. That is the beauty of witchcraft. But that also means that maybe this isn't for everyone. Maybe my experience will not be your experience. That's okay. Um, You know, you don't need to take part in every type of magic to be a witch. No one is going to come take your witch card. Uh, But, you know, as your kinky bestie, I would love to give you some tools and information that, you know, you can do with what you will. You're going to do with it what you will. So 
right off the bat, what the hell is sex magic? Simply put, I guess uh, it's just using any sort of intimate or sexual energy as a means of raising power. Um, as witches, we have different means of raising power. You can sing or dance. Some people uh, chant. Um, you can use the elements, you know, fire and earth. You can uh, meditate. And in this case, you can use sex. Sex magic is a way of connecting your physical body with energy, with spirit, uh, with your higher self, with the divine feminine, the divine masculine, whatever it is that you feel energetically drawn to, um, drawn to working with, you can use sex magic as a way to connect with it. Not entities. Do, <laughs> do not have sex with entities or deities or supernatural beings should they ask that is, first of all, probably not what you think it is, um, but that's not what we're doing here. That is a really great way to get yourself fucked up. Uh, I'm talking self-discovery. I'm talking self-empowerment only. Do not, don't, don't fuck demons, guys. That's red flag. No, sex magic is a form of self-care. It is intimacy with intention behind it. Whether that's alone or with someone else, that intention is completely up to you and your partners. Um, that intention can be passion, it can be manifestation, it can be, you know, just pure connection. Uh, it's that raw, carnal power that's in you, and you can bring it forward using sex magic. It is essentially using your orgasms as a superpower. Uh, sex magic, I think, is a really great intuitive tool for connecting with yourself, um, it can be used for healing past sexual trauma or, you know, reclaiming or exploring your sexuality, um, reclaiming and healing maybe a, a lost or seemingly tainted or broken part of yourself. Um, I think for me, it's been a very important tool for my own empowerment. To start, um, I, I would say it may be beneficial to sort of test the waters by fostering the sensual and romantic relationship you have with yourself first. Uh, now, society has a lot to say about female pleasure. A lot of um, taboo, it's really taboo to talk about masturbation and women's sexuality, uh, but not here, not in this hearth, so let's break it down. Um, the first the first ideas and impressions we get of sex in general, I think, or the majority of us get, is as adolescents. Um, and it's twofold. I think on the one hand, we have the very clinical and heteronormative sort of like watered down high school sex ed version, right? It's, it's the anatomy. It's the awkward scientific explanation of traditional quote unquote reproduction, the sperm, the egg, yada, yada. And then it's the preaching of abstinence, right? And contraceptive. It's, it's very detached and vague. It's like the, you know, in Mean Girls, the don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. And it, I feel like it leaves us feeling kind of icky and cold about sex, especially as women, because because it's introduced to us without any context or details. And it's just like the very bare bones of heterosexual intercourse. Uh, and there's no nuance surrounding it. So it's fucked, to say the least. Um, and then on the other hand, we have media. The way movies, TV, porn depicts sex as this very performative act of male um, or I should say, uh, penis-centered pleasure. And it's cheesy, and it's staged, and it has these really scripted uh, shots 
through the male gaze, you know? Um, and this combined with that sterile sort of fear-mongering sex education classes we, it, and things like purity culture um, and the general vilification of women's sexuality, it is no wonder that so many of us reach our sexual maturity having never actually explored female pleasure or intimacy or just general sexuality. I personally didn't realize I was actually bisexual, pansexual until just a few years ago. I was like married to a man and I had already had kids before even discovering my actual sexuality. Um, and all of this is to say why it's so important to start sex magic solo. Uh, to build your trust and confidence in yourself and with your body first, uh, to start, you know, just to get to know your own anatomy and have an open mind. Um, when it's just you by yourself, there's no one to judge you. There's no one to tell you you're doing anything wrong. There's no one to yuck your yum, as they say. So explore, play, learn, you know, what you like and what you don't like, and then unpack why you don't like that. Um, you know, learn what turns you on and then unpack that. And the beautiful thing that comes with this exploration is sometimes you'll find there is no, you know, rhyme or deep repressed psychological reason why. Sometimes pleasure is just pleasure. No guilt, no meaning, just raw, powerful pleasure. And that is where sex magic starts. Now, I am by no means a sexpert, um, but I am confident that knowing yourself first is definitely step one, self-pleasure. Um, it is so important to honor yourself, to honor your body, to honor your goddess-like energy and celebrate your uniqueness and your physical form. I preach this left and right, I know. Um, but I will admit that this was very hard for me at first, which is why I am so pushy about it. Um, as I'm sure most mothers can agree, after I became a mom, something just flipped and it became so hard to see myself as a beautiful person um, or as a sexual person, especially postpartum. It becomes really hard to separate yourself as a woman from motherhood. And, you know, your reflection even sometimes just becomes so unrecognizable and you get touched out and, you know, you just don't want anyone touching you. And pleasure really gets put on the back burner. It becomes an afterthought. And now I know this is so much easier said than done, trust me, but you need to make time for yourself and make time for your pleasure. Just as much, if not more, than you make time for everyone else that you take care of. Um, and any new moms listening, I'm talking to you. I promise you will find your way back to yourself. It takes time. It takes conscious effort. But there is a light at the end of that tunnel. And that is why it is so important to self-pleasure, not only to get to know and be comfortable with your anatomy, but also to honor yourself and to treat yourself and to treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. So let's get into the down and dirty. The number one way that comes to mind when I say solo sex magic, obviously, is masturbation. You don't have to jump straight there. Self-pleasure is for everyone, whether you are a sexual or asexual person. Um, this might look different to some people. You know, it might look like just caressing your own skin, touching your body, putting lotion on, massaging your own skin, moving your body, looking at your body in the mirror, and you know, once you get comfortable with that, then maybe you move on. To perform sex magic, I'd say to start in the same way you would meditation. 
Get into a, you know, comfortable position, quiet your mind, maybe do some smoke cleansing or sound cleansing and get your physical sacred space and your mind space um, really ready for your intention. If you're someone who really resonates with the element of water, a water sign maybe, um, doing this in the shower or the bath is really a great option to literally dip your toes in, to, you know, connect connect your energy through water. Um, another option is sex toys. Of course, I, I am a big advocate for sex toys. We are a sex positive home and I'm always, always very pro sex toys, both for solo and with partner use. I cannot stress this enough, guys. Honestly, changed my life. So to the handful of men, if any, that listen to this podcast, toys are your teammates, not your competitor. Toys are for everyone. I'm telling you. My own husband was actually um, the very first sexual partner I'd ever had, and I guess the last two, um, that suggested using toys to me. Um, and having a supportive partner that prioritized my pleasure just as much as his own, I'd never experienced anything like that before. And I'm so grateful for him uh, being open and non-judgmental and supportive and sexually curious and and really being a driving force behind us being a sex-positive home. Um, it's been an absolute key pillar in our, our healthy partnership and our sexual dynamic. And his encouragement has made me feel more confident and more open about my own sexuality. So maybe consider expanding your toolbox, guys. Just, you know, consider it. But anyways, once you're comfortable, maybe you have your vibrator or toy, and you're in the right mind space, uh, start to visualize your intention. And when I say visualize, I mean visualize the result. So, for example, if you're wanting to manifest wealth, don't think about things like numbers, bank accounts, working. Visualize your result. Visualize yourself happy and wealthy. Imagine yourself existing in that state of financial freedom, unburdened. Maybe you want to manifest travel opportunities, but don't think about booking a trip. Visualize yourself in those places you want to visit, um, exploring the culture, taking in the sights, relaxing on the beach. Um, or if you're manifesting, let's see, maybe a new job. Visualize yourself in that dream work environment. Um, Always envision yourself already having gained whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. And then create an entire story in your mind's eye. Take yourself on an adventure. You know, let your mind just do its thing. The human brain is so incredibly powerful and creative. Um, this takes practice. It can be difficult to, you know, keep your brain on track while self-pleasuring. Um, it can be frustrating. It can be distracting. Uh, my advice would be, if you do find yourself distracted, to just pause and recenter. Um, maybe take a break, take a few cleansing breaths, go drink some water. Um, don't force it. You know, just relax and try again. And if it's not working, you know, maybe take a pause for a day or so and and try and get back to it. Um, just really let yourself surrender to the sensations and the moment. And you know, you can use audio or visual aid if that's your thing. And you know, as long as if and when you do make it to your climax, you are climaxing while envisioning your desired manifested outcome. Uh, and that's it. That's literally it. Solo sex magic is using your orgasms with intention. It's 
no different than using a fire in a candle spell. It's, you know, same, same, but you're the flame. That rhymed. Hey, hey. <laughs> so you get a strong handle on solo sex magic, and you want to try and do a sex ritual with your partner. I will say I do think that becoming a master of your own pleasure can only be beneficial. So if you're single, it will definitely raise the bar, I would say, when it comes to finding a suitable partner. Um, you'll learn to expect and demand nothing less than a sexual equal and someone that's going to prioritize your, ple your pleasure. Um, if you're already in a relationship, as long as both and or all parties are on the same page, it will definitely strengthen your bond. It's kind of like cooking. Hear me out. Um, let's, let's say you're both independently learning how to cook. And in learning how to cook, uh, you know, you discover that you discover that you really like roasted vegetables. Um, that's your favorite thing, right? It's the tomatoes, the peppers, the mushrooms, chef's kiss. Uh, and every time you make it, it's delicious and fantastic. You could have it every single day. Meanwhile, your partner in cooking, they're learning that what makes them really happy is making fresh breads. They love kneading the dough. They love shaping it into a loaf. They love, you know, getting it all garlicky and buttery. That's their number one go-to meal. That's their jam. And you both enjoy those things separately. But then when you cook together, now you both have the combined skills needed to make a pizza together. And you get to have your vegetables and they get to have their bread and everyone gets a little saucy, everyone's happy. I'm telling you, master your own pleasure independently first so that it makes sex rituals with partners that much more pleasurable. And when I say sex rituals, I, I totally get the image that comes to mind. Sex rituals are not necessarily like the crazy, um, you know, like Targaryen-esque performance that it sounds like. You don't need to do like, you know, snakes and, and blood bonds and stuff. I mean, you can, but uh, it's okay. You can have perfectly vanilla sex, as they say, in a sex ritual. It's, it's not so much about the ambiance and as it is the connection. Um, ambiance and setting the mood is important, but more in the way I mentioned earlier about headspace and sacred space and not so much in the way of theatrics. Um, partner sex magic is the same as solo sex magic, it's just with someone else. All the principles remain exactly the same, you just communicate beforehand your consent and your uh, intentions. Um, and then follow suit. Uh, for some, you might want to go all out for rituals and, and just have fun. You know, create your sacred space and light intention candles and cleanse and um, put on like a, a mindful playlist and start with like a meditation together and move slow and, and take the moment to just enjoy each other. Um, for others, and or even just other times, um, if it's not your first, you know, sex magic rodeo, um, and you and your partner are connected enough to just jump right in and go for it. Side note, sex magic rodeo, band name, totally called it first. But anyways, uh, yeah, you can go either way, you know, you can set the scene as you see fit. And then ideally, you'd, you would want to, <laughs> ideally, you want to climax together, both visualizing and meditating with the same intention. You don't have to, but 
I will put it out there that it is a very powerful experience. So now that we have it defined, uh, next comes the creative part, the fun part. Let's talk tips and tricks that, you know, you can use. You can use, honestly, just about every aspect of your craft in sex magic. Um, whatever your forte is, you can find a way to work every part of your craft into pleasure magic. And like I said, your kinky besties got you covered with some jumping off points. Now you all know I am first and foremost a green witch, and you guessed it, there are plenty of herbal and plant allies that you can use with sex magic. Herbs like linden, jasmine, rose, shadavari, um, red ginseng, ginkgo, um, my personal favorite, Damiana and Slippery Elm, uh, Blue Lotus, Horny Goatweed, that's its actual name, Horny Goatweed, uh, Maca, uh, Cacao, and Ashwagandha. Um, and of course, cannabis. Can't forget cannabis. Um, all of those are herbal aids that are worth looking into for sexual wellness. I will say if you are taking medications like uh, antidepressants or mood stabilizers, just be sure to check with a physician before implementing any type of herbal medicine because they can sometimes get a little wonky and like have adverse side effects when combined. So just make sure like before you're ingesting or smoking anything that you just do a little research to be safe. Um, but yeah, you can use herbs uh, tinctured or in tea form. Some are smokable. Um, a more advanced uh, herbalist way is to make oil infusions and salves as well. Um, keep them away from your genitals though. Don't don't stick herbs up your puss. Just like keep it strictly topographical on on the salts and oils. You can also use candle magic. Candles are romantic as hell, and you can make intention candles. Um, dress them with corresponding herbs, corresponding dressing oils, uh, maybe even like carve sigils and runes on it the same way you d would for any other candle spell. A candle can be used for sex magic. This is a really fun partner activity. Um, my husband and I have made intention candles together before. It can be very like, um, very like Demi Moore in Ghost, you know, with the pottery scene, like very sensual and cute. Give it a try. Um, and that gives way to aromatherapy. So you can use lavender, rose, jasmine scented candles, um, whatever your preference is for, you know, your intention setting or some incense to set the mood. It's always nice to keep things, you know, smelling good. And uh, you could go as far as to enchant like a specific perfume or massage oil or even your lube. Enchant, you know, your intended manifestation into your lube. Friendly reminder though, uh, don't use oil-based lubes with uh, latex condoms. Big no-no. Um, additionally, I think uh, don't use silicone lubes with silicone toys. So no oil with latex and no silicone with silicone. Water-based lubes all around is probably your safest option. Just, just an FYI. Speaking of water, you can use uh, the elements. For my elemental witches, shower sex, like I said, can really help you connect with the water element. Um, for fire, obviously using candles, you can indulge in a little wax play. Um, or a little light spanking can, you know, really get some heat going. Uh, for earth, I would personally highly recommend getting busy outside on the ground, on the sand. Um, you don't necessarily have to go like full on, you know, but you could, you could always start outside, move inside when things heat up. Another sort of obvious practice I think is lunar magic, duh. Pairing sex rituals with its lunar correspondence in the lunar phase 
is extremely powerful for lunar witches. Um, and sex magic aside, I would just really highly recommend doing it under the full moon anyways. The moonlight on the skin, fabulous. Um, using sex magic for shadow work. If you are on a healing journey from past trauma, um, it could be beneficial to consider um, you know, incorporating sex acts slowly at your own pace and then journaling in a shadow work journal um, how you feel after, unpacking it after. One of my favorites, sex magic can be combined with glamour magic. Naturally, who doesn't want to feel beautiful? Um, I personally love to use this one in my practice. And um, you can use glamours to boost your confidence. And, you know, it works great in tandem with your self-care routine. Storm magic. Oh my gosh, I have... Okay. I'm actually super interested in incorporating this one into the shuffle. Um, imagine, like, how invigorating that would be to perform sex magic under a thunderstorm. Like, the power just, like... Oh. Like, the st storm magic itself is so beautiful, I feel, and, and combining the two would just be incredible for spellcrafting. Moving right along to color magic, of course. So if you are into lingerie or jewelry, you can wear colors that correspond with your magical intention. Um, or even lipstick. A little pro tip, if you aren't afraid of getting, you know, a little messy, um, enchant your color-associated lipstick, and then use that lipstick to draw your manifestation sigils right on each other's bodies. Or if sigils aren't your thing, words work too. Write your intentions right on each other's bodies, and then it's super easy to focus because it's written right there. Um, very intimate, very sexy, but of course not overly cheesy. And of course there's good old kitchen witchery. Maybe spice things up with food. I don't know. You know, this one, this one makes me think of uh, Jillian and Sally from Practical Magic when they make the um, the whipped cream pentacle on, on her boyfriend's chest. So that could be fun to you know incorporate a little some chocolate, some caramel, you know whatever your whatever your heart desires. Uh, getting a little more advanced for those who like to dabble in BDSM. Um, bondage and shibari, which is a form of uh, Japanese rope bondage, um, you could definitely incorporate rope restraining for knot magic. Adding an incantation for each knot would be super powerful, I feel. Um, you could even try using um, like a designated and enchanted athame for knife play, if that's your thing. Um, you could act out your manifestations through role playing. Honestly, the the possibilities are endless. The more you think about it, the more creative you can get. And lastly, if you are pagan or follow the wheel of the year like myself, um, most, if not all, pagan high holidays are all, they're somewhat hedonistic in, in the sense, and I love that for us. Um, so at the very least, maybe if you don't want to engage in like manifestation and you just want to try and experiment incorporating sex magic into your craft, um, maybe just to experience the power of pleasure or just to feel like a connection to the ancient ways of the witch. Um, get it on on a Sabbath. Beltane or Bieltana, the uh, Celtic holiday um, for Celtic pagans is literally the sexiest holiday. It's an entire holiday dedicated to fertility and sex and passion. Um, so get your freak on. Let your freak flag fly. Let that, you know... Feel the power, raise that energy, and, and connect with spirit. Let your orgasms be your superpower. 
and stay safe, of course. And in my world, there is no such thing as TMI, so I wanna hear every detail. I wanna answer every kinky question you got. So send me a message at SilverShieldMaiden on Instagram and TikTok, or email me at shieldmaidenpod at gmail.com. Go ahead and hit that follow button and leave a review. And I hope you're having a fantastic and sexy month of love so far. Next week, we are keeping on the, the love train. We'll be talking all about love spells. All right, friends, I'll see you next time. Bye.